much much like the superhero movies, I've got multiple origin stories. Um, but I feel like it's most important to share with you all how I got to the point where I'm at today versus where I was, you know, year and a half ago, two years ago, where I was just trying to start a business on the side. This is the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wright, where we talk about real men with real feelings, all sharing our search to become the best version of ourselves possible and what it takes to get us there. Guys, what is up? Welcome back to the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wright. Let's go ahead and get into it. So you guys have to forgive me. I got I to gotta get a little water right here. I just finished a workout, and I didn't take time to like stop and cool off. I just put on a shirt, hit record, and here we are. So hold on just a second. Sweet. All right. So here's what we're going to do. I want to talk a little bit, and this is something I didn't want to share. You know, like, not that I didn't want to share it. I just didn't know when the right time to share it would be. Um, and what I've, I've learned probably more than anything over the last year and a half, two years, maybe even going on three years, is that there's never a right time for anything. The only right time for anything is the time that you actually decide to press play, to press record, to hit send, to say yes, to say no, to say not anymore, to say I do. You know, all those different, there's never like a perfect time for all those things. There's just not. And so continually waiting around for those things to happen is foolish because you end up continuing to um, just tread water. You're not taking any steps forward. You're taking steps side to side. You're looking like a speed skater without the skates and without the ice. You're not moving anywhere forward. You're moving very quickly side to side, breaking a sweat, looking like you're doing a whole lot of work to the outside world and you're feeling like you're doing a lot of work to yourself, but you're not getting anywhere. And so there's never a right time to do it. There's never a right way to do it. Well, I take that back. There is a right way and a wrong way to do things. Um, but I want to, I want to like, I just want to do it. It came to me during the workout. It's something I've been kind of, I've been praying about for the last several weeks. And, uh, I've, you know, honestly probably should have let off episode one with this, but, um, I've got, much much like the superhero movies, I've got multiple origin stories. Um, but I feel like it's most important to share with you all how I got to the point where I'm at today versus where I was, you know, year and a half ago, two years ago, where I was just trying to start a business on the side. Okay. So just in that time period, who who have I become? Who have I unbecome? What have I learned? What have I had to unlearn? And, uh, and just all the little things in the process. Is that cool? Is that cool with you guys? So, um, only reason being, I I feel it's important to share this kind of stuff is that I think, um, I think I come across as intimidating to people that don't really know me. Now that's a good thing. And it's also a bad thing. So let me, let me explain why this is potentially a good thing. You know, I've had some people say to me is that, you know, I, 
I might seem so positive, I might seem so uplifting or motivational, inspirational, that I'm perfect and I don't make mistakes. <laughs> I couldn't be further from the truth, you guys, I'm telling you. Couldn't be further from the truth. Um, it, it's just not, there's, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm, it's laughable to even think that that's something that, that people would think, but it's what some people think. It's not what everybody thinks, but if some of them do, then perception is reality. Like we all have to understand that if we don't by now, then we're, we're just, you know, making a fool of ourselves. Perception is reality. So if I come across as somebody that seems like they've got it all figured out, like they're all put together, like super chill, always positive, um, always able to say and do the right thing. Um, you know, successful in everything, you know, he tries to do. <laughs> That's not true, guys. It's not true. Oh my God, it's not true. So uh, it's actually the, op- the opposite is true. But in, in some ways that's, that's the case, you know, like when it comes to trying to give, uh, you know, like fitness and training advice and coaching along those, those realms with the physical component, I don't like, I, I hate working out. I hate it every single day. But if I don't do it, what happens to me is not worth the struggle of just doing the damn workout. You know what I'm saying? Like, the pain to change is nowhere near as great as the pain to remain the same. So I have to change every day into a better version of myself that I want to wake up being. And that's somebody that does not move his body, does not push himself, does not try to get outside of his comfort zone, to spend the time working on his mindset the first thing each and every day before he gets out of bed. That's not what I want to do. But I'll tell you what happens when I don't do it after having learned long enough is that I'm not the person that gets crap done. I'm just not. I'm not the person that shows up for myself and does what's in my best interest to remain healthy. You know, in, in my mind, in my body, and in my relationships. Like, it's just, it's not. Old habit, old habits, old patterns, all those things start to, you know, flush back up to the surface um, because that's the way I'm wired. That's the way we're all wired, right? So hopefully just me describing this struggle, you're imagining to yourself right now, damn, that's me too. That's what I'm missing. That's what I need to do. I need to get that morning routine down. You're damn right you do. Absolutely right you do. And none of the stuff that I'm speaking from is from a, a higher ground. Like, I'm still down in the shit with the rest of you guys. I've just finally seen the way out of it long enough and learned how to keep myself out of it long enough to where I don't get stuck there. That's the difference. Right? That's the difference. So, in some ways, that's, that's a way that I can be seen as intimidating to some people. You know? Oh, man, like he's in fantastic shape. He's got it all together. No, I don't. No. I'm actually not in fantastic shape. I've had to totally reinvent myself physically as a result of this lockdown of quarantine. I love lifting weights. I can't do it. 
I can't. I don't have them. The gym in my, in my complex, they got rid of them. They're hiding them. Due to, due to COVID-19, we got to hide the free weights. No, just clean them. We've got sanitizing wipes for your, for your consideration to help comply with CDC regulations. Bro, they're like dried out towelettes. They don't disinfect. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Sorry, guys. I'm getting on a, a digital soapbox. Um, but yeah, it's, I've, I've had to change it all up. Right. I've had to start running, hate running. Had to pretty much stick with body weight workouts using equipment around here, like the staircase outside my door, the curb had to use that a couple times. I don't like it. I like weights. So here's the difference early on. I saw that as an excuse not to do it. If I can't do it my way, then I'm not going to do anything. Raise your hand right now if that's you. How many of you thought that? If I can't do it the way that I know I should do it, I'm just not going to do it today. And then that turns into a week and then a month. And then it's been three months. And then just the very thought of trying to take care of your body physically again. It's so overwhelming because you just got so much work to do to catch up. I'll just wait till next month. Where if you would have started last week, by the time next month finally comes around, you could be three, four weeks into the game. You could start three to four weeks ahead of where you're at now and how much worse you'll be if you wait until you get there. There is no perfect time. There is no perfect time. The perfect time is the time that you decide to commit right now. Whew, guys, rabbit holes, rabbit holes. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to get into the topic of, of actually today's episode. So, um, but I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. And then also like in a negative light, how I've been seen as intimidating to people. Um, I've been told <laughs> that I have a look, that I can have a look that looks very unhappy. <laughs> All right, now, so let's rewind. A couple of years ago, that unhappy side was very easy to come out. I had anger. I had a lot of anger, probably rage, probably a lot of rage too. But I'd try to like pretty it up, tidy it up, make it not look that way. Um, and my aggression would become passive aggression or just like active denial. I would hide behind work, excuses, all this other kind of stuff, instead of just like being nice and friendly or, you know, being approachable when I, I didn't feel comfortable. So... If I seem or have seemed in any way, shape, or form to you unapproachable or intimidating in the past, hopefully this episode breaks all that crap down, all right? Because I'm going to share a little vulnerability with you guys. So we're going to take it back a few years, all right? We're going to go back to about 2016, okay? And if it sounds like I'm reading, I've just, like, I've typed up kind of this email sequence 
And I thought like I did such a good job in the email sequence. Um, thank you to, uh, you know, like a very awesome template that I had to go off of from an amazing email marketer, digital marketer agency, Kristen Smith, good friend of mine, um, followed one of her templates. I put this thing together. I sent it out in emails. I got some really good responses from my, my email list. So I want to read off of it and share it from you guys where I can add in a few anecdotes along the way. It's kind of like the director's cut from watching a movie. All right. So here it is. When I became a doctor of physical therapy in 2016, after working in PT and gym settings since about 2006, I wanted to learn how to be the absolute best PT and health expert I could possibly be. That's all I cared about was being the best. My biggest fear was being average. So by doing it this way, I could use my unique background in fitness you know, since 2006, like working in a gym as an undergrad student and as a grad student, working in fitness and physical therapy combined with the most up-to-date current evidence strategies to help people become the best version of themselves possible, right? So like, how do you help people transform their lives? That's what I wanted to do. Like, I, I was so passionate about that from 2006 on. End of 2005, started 2006. That's, that was it. I've been solely focused on that mission. Um, thanks to years of experience behind the scenes working for a small business, um, they, you know, they had a few gym and PT clinic locations. So I'd learned a whole lot about customer service, how to communicate the importance of good health, health coaching, and how to best manage energy, not time. That's the, that's the great misconception is we, we need to get better about managing our energy, not managing our time. Okay. Managing that stuff in order to develop consistent habits for long-term success. All right. So from 2016 to 2018, I was hyper-focused on my new career as a licensed doctor of physical therapy. I was hyper-focused on that and learning how to branch off onto my own to where I could start my own business, where I could help people stay fit and healthy without getting injured. Like that was the, that's the thing that I wanted to try and do. So I started creating that on the side. I was working full-time jobs in traditional physical therapist positions. And then outside of that, I was hustling, trying to put this thing together, trying to figure out what it was going to look like, what people like really resonated with, how it could, could, could marry fitness and injury prevention into one world. All right, so that's, that's where it started. So this dedication to my, my professional life, combined with just a whole lot of unresolved personal experiences from my past, ended up leading to a total breakdown in my personal life and my, my work life. Total breakdown. So what's happened in the last one and a half to two years with the changes that I've had to make by being forced to step back and just totally reevaluate myself from the inside out is nothing short of a miracle from God. Absolute miracle from God. It seemed like some real shit at the time. And I was mad at God. I hated him. I did not understand why I had to go through these things. After I'd been through so much in life, been through so much, why? Why at this time? Why did it have to get so much harder? So, so in this reevaluation time, it completely made me transform my approach with how I attack each day as well as how I would eventually coach my clients to do the same in their lives. 
but I had to go through it. I had to see it. God had to transform me. All right. And so guys, like I'm sharing this because I want us to have a great relationship that's built on trust, transparency, and vulnerability. Okay. I I legitimately am doing this because I want to help you or help someone close to you because you can think of them when maybe you hear some of the things I, I put out and have to say. Maybe you can put it to them, put it in their ears, put it in front of them on their screen. So first, I want you to know a little bit more about who you're dealing with, all right? That's why, I've again, I let up the backstory to this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be sharing my entire transformation here since about 2016. But before that, I'm going to lead into a little bit of why I re- originally became a physical therapist, like the real story, not just the bullshit that you tell people, like, I want to help people. What I originally thought I wanted professionally and personally, right? Because it, it was different. Um, my huge, like massive change of plans. And then all the major setbacks that I've had along the way, how I got to where I'm at today, wanting to actually create a business, create a mission that's focused on helping other men optimize their health so that that way they could be in a better place to show up more consistently and in a more energized way for their wealth or their careers, as well as their relationships, right? Why? Like, why do I want to do this? Because I fully believe that it's important for you to work with somebody who understands you and who you understand and can trust in return. Otherwise, it's just another talking head from somebody that you're like, ah, I don't know if I can trust this person, right? How can I ever help you if you can't trust me? And there cannot be trust without vulnerability. So that's why I'm sharing this. That's too much for you guys. Turn off the episode. All right. So, so again, thinking back to, to this point, right, where this, this transformation started to happen or this pivot started to happen before the struggle. How did I get to the point where I was finally a physical therapist? Because guys, like, it was hard. It took me a long time to get there. I had to really dig myself out of a hole academically to get there. But I was finally a PT. I still had my personal training knowledge from, you know, my experience working in a gym, from bachelor's degree in exercise science, a master's degree in exercise science. Then I had the doctorate in physical therapy. Somewhere in between there, after I'd gotten the master's degree, like I'd gotten, you know, a lot of experience in health coaching. So, so at this point, right? I was all these things and I've accomplished all these, these labels or these certifications or these licenses, something I've worked so hard for and overcome so much to accomplish over the span of about 14 years, just to realize that I, it, it wasn't what I thought would fulfill me. Didn't fulfill me, not one bit. So I'm going to share some real stuff, stuff with you here. All right. Is that cool? Not the fancy, professional-sounding, polished, you know, all that other stuff. I became a PT and a personal trainer for two reasons. Number one, I would impress my family and potential uh, relationships, partnerships, whatever, significant others, both of whom had track records, both categories of people who had track records of not believing me and doubting me, okay? I, I was on a mission to impress those, those types of people, family and potential people I'd be in relationships with. 
with that doctor label, right? And having a skill set that was always in demand because I'd never felt up to that point like I was good enough. And a little sneak peek into like what's to come here. It didn't make me feel like I was good enough even after I got that, all right? So your accomplishments will not lead to happiness. Write that down. Your accomplishments will not lead to happiness. All right, so number two reason why I became a physical therapist, personal trainer. I'd finally have a good paying job that was always in demand, like I said before. But it was something I'd never known growing up, right? I'd learned that life without money was hard and it sucked. And so that the more money that you could make, the happier life becomes. And then therefore, less stressful it is at home. Maybe marriages would stay together if money wasn't so stressful. Maybe people would be nice to each other if money wasn't so stressful. Right? Like maybe actual physical altercations between parents wouldn't occur and you wouldn't have to witness it firsthand trying to break it up while people screamed and cried and bled and bruised. Maybe if money was there, it never would have happened. Right? This is the way kids think. You can't change how they think. It's how they think. It's what they see. But if maybe if I had more money, then my life away from what earned me that money would be better. I essentially wanted to create a life where I could find happiness, acceptance, and fulfillment. I wanted to create something where I could provide for my future family and not have to work those two to three jobs for 60 plus hours a week like my mom did. Because I wanted to be able to enjoy more time at home. All right, but then something happened. After I'd worked for a while on my first clinical job, brand new grad physical therapist, at home, Right, the relationship I was in at the time, things kept getting worse. Right, like they were red flag issues day one, but we ignored them. And so, out of sheer pride and being stubborn, things, problems only amplified when you can, when you're no longer showing up as the version of yourself that somebody else is most comfortable with, right? I was stressed out. I wasn't happy. But, but by that point, I'd done exactly what I didn't want to do. I'd worked long hours. I had multiple jobs and I still didn't have the kind of money that a quote provider of the house should have thanks to student loans, paychecks that were actually depleting my bank account, my savings account, trying to pay back those student loans, trying to prepare for the future, and it just increased the stress and the resentment between, between the two of us, which it commonly does, guys. And here's another lesson uh, along the way. Money doesn't, it, it doesn't change you. It just makes you more of what you already are. Okay? So, so again, talking about the relation, this relationship that was going on at the time, full disclosure, all right? Sometimes we seek out relationships in hopes that that person can, quote unquote, fix us by giving us the happiness, the acceptance and the fulfillment that we've always been looking for. But haven't have yet to find. But the truth is that like no one else can do that. Like no other person can do that. But in those moments, we're too proud to admit failure by choosing to still stick with those people, even though they're not meant to be together with us for too long, right? There's people that are forever and there's people that are there for a season. 
And we always mess up trying to make these seasonal people forever people. So I'm, I was guilty of that. So like eventually it got to the point where, um, you know, it was too much. It had to end, right? It had to end. It was a grueling gut check to suddenly like flip my life on its end and knowing that I was flipping somebody else's life on its end. But after, you know, almost 10 years, like, Sometimes, and, and you get to a really low point, you're not even who you are anymore, right? So you end it poorly, you know, like you cheat, you walk out, you do whatever, because you think like, this is my only way out, all right? So then, all right, so back at this point, I had been forced into being in total self-evaluation mode. And feeling so confused and upset and, and just like lost about like, okay, if, if I'm not a part of this relationship, it wasn't necessarily about that person anymore, but it was just like, I'm in this relationship. And then you forget like, oh yeah, there's somebody else there that you're just kind of like cohabitating with, or, you know, you're, you're just like a friend with, but you don't even know who you are anymore. Right, because you've stopped trying to be aware of yourself. You've stopped trying to do the things for yourself that you need to do. And so, like at that point, I was so low, I was so lost, I was so confused about who I was. I almost ended my life. I hated myself for getting in a situation where I didn't like coming home, I didn't like going to work, and I didn't even like facing any of the problems that I got myself into. I didn't want to face it. You know, thinking that a traditional physical therapist career would be the answer to all my problems that had been holding me back from the life that I wanted. But it just wasn't what I was expecting. And I felt lost. I felt betrayed. But deep down, I still knew I wanted to help people, right? I want to help people take back control of their body and their health and their lives. But I was just really disappointed to feel like I have to practically live at work to make ends meet. You know, even, even trying to have my own business. And so I realized, like, I, I just kept thinking and realizing that there had to be a better way to help solve these major problems for my clients, for other people, you know, as a PT and as a personal trainer, than by having to, you know, work early mornings, late nights, and long days in between. I just, I didn't, I didn't know how to do it, though. I had no idea. And so I was asking myself all these questions, you know, had I made a mistake in spending over 12 years getting into this profession? If I, you know, like if my ultimate goal is to be a family man, did I pick the wrong career? You know, and then another question that kept going through, would I ever even find that person that I'm supposed to share a family life with? Was I capable of being the type of man who could juggle everything? You know? So in the meantime, I was meeting like my side business clients like at 5 a.m. at the gym before I drive out of town, you know, anywhere from 35 minutes to an hour out of town, depending on where I was working that day. Uh, and then coming back home real quick to change and then boom, go meet another client at the gym or at their house. Like it was fun, you know, cause at that time, like I was single, it was just me. I had no other responsibilities other than to myself. Um, but I knew this, t- this type of schedule just can't be maintained. Right? If I wanted to be able to create a life where I could spend more time with a future family, I could not maintain it. 
So again, rewinding back to this point, like things that were playing out this way, but then something happened. I'd made a huge mistake. So I'd messed up and I decided to get into another relationship that I wasn't ready for. Right. And it seemed like it moved fast, blah, 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 because like I had unresolved issues from this last one. And like, it was just a way to get distracted. Like you want to just flood your, your brain with all this dopamine and these good feelings um, by distracting yourself from actually the hard shit that you got to do. And I mean, honestly, like the good feelings kind of messed up after about two weeks when just like some really like weird stuff started happening and like, dude, should have, should have left then. But, um, but I didn't. And, and stuck in that for, for quite a few months. And, you know, I just, I ignored doing the necessary personal development work that I knew I needed to do after the last relationship had ended. Um, you know, because I was working my ass off trying to avoid dealing with uncomfortable feelings. By that point, like getting, you know, towards the end of that, that next relationship, I'd pretty much all but shut down my, my business. Um, cause I, w- I kept being told and I kept listening to it and believing it that I was stupid and that it took too much time and that it wasn't practical, right? Like I had to go find a practical job with uh, a big name corporation and have all these benefits that, um, and then maybe like by the time I was 65, 70, I'd finally be able to enjoy my life. Right. But fortunately that relationship ended and I fully realized that, that in order for my business and my relationship goals to pan out, I had to get myself right first. That was the common denominator that I kept not like ignoring, thinking it was just too, too stupid. Too uh, that you know, I kept if I just looked elsewhere, then I'd have all the answers, and I, that was stupid. I had all the answers. I just didn't want to listen to them. I didn't want to realize what they were. But I had to get myself right first. What helped me realize these things is is going to therapy. Like I got help, and I'm not too proud to say that. I think everybody should go, go to therapy. I should have gone sooner, but I didn't. And then, but if I'd gone sooner, then hopefully I would have no longer needed to seek happiness and fulfillment from unhealthy relationships and jobs that just seemed to always end with me wanting out because I was neither happy nor fulfilled looking in the wrong places. I wasn't looking at myself. So thank God for this. All right. So this is going to sound backwards, but thank God. It took being emotionally abused, cheated on, repeatedly belittled, and and gaslighted and everything like that to end up forcing me into finally getting the help that I needed this time. Yes, this this happens to guys too. And everybody thinks it just happens to females. It happens to guys too. Sometimes we get stuck in shitty relationships because we keep thinking, oftentimes like they do, we can change them. Or all those red flags before will be gone. No. Nope. The only person that ends up suffering is you. Them too, because in certain ways, like you allow it to happen, but that's another story for another day. So after several months of life-changing therapy, I was finally ready to restart my business. And I had a much clearer path finally for where I wanted my life to go. And I was actually more optimistic for a change uh, more than ever before, honestly. So I've come up with a new plan now at this point and it totally changed everything um, and the trajectory that I was going down for my life and how I would can, or I would actually serve my clients going forward. All right. So 
I, I sat back in that, that time away from the business and where I was just like showing up on uh, going to work, showing up to work, focusing on just doing the job, doing the, doing the nine to five. So in that time though, and, and actually starting to get the therapy and the help, I started to see a trend in the clients that I was attracting. Um, thanks to a lot of word of mouth referrals from friends and other PTs, there was this common den- denominator of they just want to be able to exercise and work out again without risking getting hurt or flaring up their old injury that they just got over. Okay, cool. Um, I remembered several of the conversations from when I used to work at the gym and then also when doing corporate health coaching and even as a physical therapist when I'm asking like, hey, what brought you here today? And it all seemed to tie back to the fact that they had gotten hurt trying to work out or increasing their activity level after a long time of not doing anything. Or, you know, maybe they felt like they'd gotten out of shape again because they didn't work out and it was due to being afraid of hurting themselves again from an old injury. So in that moment, like I I sat back and I thought, I can't even comprehend how I'd found my way back to fitness since I only got the bachelor's and the master's degrees in exercise science in order to help me stand out as an applicant to a physical therapy program. Right. I didn't want to have to deal with fitness again, but there was this massive gap that existed between, you know, where I was as a clinician and then as a a fitness minded person. Uh, And it was it was hurting people from having that gap there that like, all right, you're over your injury or you're better. But then you're still like way across the other side of the gap from actually being able to feel comfortable exercising at the level that you need to do again safely and ramping back up to that point again. So it's keeping people in a fear of being unable to be active and physically fit and healthy because of that re-injury risk. So, you know, like I said, I didn't want to go back to fitness, but I had to check my ego of wanting to do PT only and working with, with more clients who wanted to get back in shape or even better shape than they'd been in before, even though they've had injuries and surgeries that weren't going to benefit from like a standard fitness program and advice. But I was running into a problem that I saw coming, but never expected to have. And it was that I was running out of time. Like there was only so much for me to go around. So that's where I had started to come up with this new strategy for my business, you know, right fit. Like I had to come up with this new strategy. So instead of promoting myself as a physical therapist, like I'm a doctor of physical therapy, I started introducing myself to people as, hey, I'm Dr. Jason. I'm an expert personal trainer. People understand the second one more than they understand the first one. All right. They don't understand what physical therapy can do for them. Um, or when they would need it and when they wouldn't. Therefore, the perceived value of that is just not there, okay? And, and with the way that I do it best anyway as a physical therapist is, um, is having a thorough understanding of the body, of tissue, you know, tissue healing and recovery, the types of exercises needed to get fit while minimizing risk at the same time due to a past or, past or potential risk for future injury problem, uh, it just made more sense to promote a better known solution to the public with personal training and weight loss versus, Hey, I can get you out of pain. Um, it's just, it had to, I, you know, I had to use it in a way that it seemed different than any other way they'd find it from a standard personal trainer, which is what I did. And so remember again, just a few seconds ago when I said I was running out of time, well, I only had so many hours that I could actually physically meet with clients at the gym. And by this point, you know, we're talking later. 2019, I was getting ready to move to Florida. All right. And so like I had these clients, but I was running out of time in the week. My schedule was, was really hectic for them to try and fit their sessions around. 
because I was still working as a, as a PT, a clinician throughout the day. But then I was also running out of time, like physically, I was not going to be there anymore. So I had to learn how to do online what I was already doing in person. Fortunately, this helped me be more available for more people in a way that was more convenient to them and their schedules versus them trying to fit, you know, play like chess and checkers and find my spots in my schedule where I could meet them. Um, you know, it, and also doing it this way, it made me feel like I wasn't abandoning them and made them feel like they weren't being left, even though I was physically leaving. But by that point, after starting to transition online, something happened that I was afraid of happening anyway, uh, just based on experience. But the arrival of COVID-19, which totally just accelerated and slapped me in the face, the direction I knew I needed to go from the start. Okay. Um, once COVID hit in March, I was losing clients like crazy because of their loss of income, uh, their loss of gym access, their stress levels, their anxiety, uh, the uncertainty of, of what was to come. And, and quite honestly, like I, I knew that it was understandable, right? Because I was also still working a few days a week in a clinic that I got laid off from at the time. So I just knew in, in this moment that I had to make, like I had to take massive action and some, make some massive changes in how I ran my business and serve my clients. So, but I didn't have any answers at the time. Like I was stressing out because it seemed like the harder I tried to do something, the worse that it worked out. So I just, like I stepped back and I prayed, I cried, I resisted it for a while. I grieved, I offered up hundreds and thousands of dollars in services for free to people just to help them, uh, you know, who were impacted the hardest and couldn't pay me anymore. Like just so they could keep doing what was best for them. Like I was giving away business for free just to help them from feeling like they had to stop everything altogether. But what happened as a result of this is I started to have the chance to work on a new plan after several months of just stepping back, listening and, and thinking. Okay. So by this point, again, we're, we're midway through COVID and at this point it was, you know, like, May 2020. So my clients weren't renewing their packages that were starting to, to term. My regular monthly subscribers were quitting. And the ability to attract new clients who were ready to, ready to go and work with me just weren't ready once the immediate uncertainty of COVID had hit. And it was impacting their jobs and their health and safety. And I understood that, right? I wasn't going to try and force them into anything. You know, there was no special guidance in place for how to navigate the lows that come along with trying to consistently use exercise to win the mental battle of wanting to quit no matter what was happening around us. Like shit was going on around us. But, you know, if without any kind of special guidance on how to, to plan for those unexpected turns and, and twists in the road, um, it, was, it was really overwhelming for a lot of those people. All right. Like I just I hadn't prepared them for how to handle the unexpected. And so I felt guilty about that because honestly, anybody can find a good workout on YouTube, but the real impact of what I've always been able to do and what I've always been able to make a bigger impact on people has been from the encouragement, the strategic navigation around those obstacles and the ability to guide clients through really tough internal struggles that have been holding them back in their ability to make consistent, healthy decisions for themselves. Um, I just wasn't doing it with that online approach that I had in place at the time. So I felt internal and external struggles. Um, and at the same time I was, you know, like I said, I was laid off from my part-time clinical job 
and new jobs just weren't available because they'd uh, done hiring freezes, caseloads have dropped, uh, clients were, were leaving me and my business, no new clients were coming in, they weren't answering my messages or my calls anymore, uh, and I was just I was stuck at home by myself with the very real possibility of running out of money, sinking deeper in debt and depression, and also at this time, like I just had a brand new nephew that was born at the start of COVID in March, and I couldn't see him. I couldn't see my brother that I'd moved down here for, you know, to be closer to. Couldn't see my girlfriend. And and I felt like I was a failure once again. I, I felt like an absolute failure. And I know some of you guys, like, did you experience any of these fears? Or did you experience this actual reality as well? I know I'm not the only one. But I knew that if if I was going to have any chance of keeping afloat where I could really impact people the way that God has led me, the way that I truly believe he's led me to. I had to create this new solution to people's problems in a way that I finally felt that I could do it with complete authenticity. And it was one that I was the most afraid of putting out there. I was terrified of really diving into where God was leading me because it was going to go against the ego that I had used to justify all of my prior career and business decisions up to that point. And I was going to put a lot more of my own personal struggles and experiences out there. If like this, this episode, if I was going to be a relatable person that could help people trust me during these tough times. Okay. So I don't know if you remember again, kind of back to earlier in the episode. Now, when I said that I wanted, um, what I wanted most in life by becoming a physical therapist and, and having my own business was to impress people and get approval from loved ones and to have a good paying job that was always in demand. Right. You remember that? Well, it turns out that both of these desires, right. After I'd done a little bit of work, actually a lot of work. All right. I want to understate it. It turns out both these desires were because of things that I was either lacking or I was great or were greatly influenced in my life because of how I grew up. And they were key objectives in pointing out some of the reasons that I made these decisions in my personal and professional life. Yes, this may have led to becoming a physical therapist for the wrong reasons, at least than what I had originally believed. Yes, this definitely led to chasing happiness and acceptance from relationships and from the public um, because I've learned that there's basically no difference between running a business and having a relationship with somebody. It's, it's one and the same. And as you go, so go those things. Okay? If you're not good, your relationship sucks. If you're not good, your business sucks. You understand? So I've learned through those really low points in my life, especially in the last couple of years, that I needed to be more genuine and authentic and aware of myself so that way I can show up and be more of those things to everyone around me. Meaning that I can't expect to have a successful business if I was not solid on who I was as a person, as a man, and running it in a way where I could make the impact on people that I'm supposed to make, rather than trying to do what others were doing and trying to mirror what their businesses were doing for people, right? Like that was my fatal flaw, was just trying to do what everybody else was doing instead of doing it my way. Instead of listening to God and doing it the way that felt natural to me. But I, I 
honestly believe I had to go through that stuff first. I had to see it. You know, I realized that I have a unique ability to help other men who struggle a lot with their own internal battles and unhealthy habits and patterns that lead to inconsistent attention, focus, results on their health, which also translate over to their wealth, their careers, their businesses, and their relationships because of the exact struggles and that journey that I just outlined in this episode that I've had. I went through all that shit for a reason. So I can help others who might be facing similar issues. So yes, I'm like, I know for a fact that the exercises in my programs are fantastic. They work and they help clients reach amazing goals. But without the unique system that I've uncovered recent, like in recent months that led to this podcast being born, the unique system that I've uncovered for myself and for some of my most successful clients, it's the exercise, the business, the relationship will have highs and lows that can be better managed through a healthier mindset, a routine and an accountability system to help minimize the lows. When we get there, we can't get rid of the lows, but we minimize the impact of them. Because as Mike Tyson once said, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Then it's out the window. So until I'd created this becoming a better man system and started using it widely with all my new clients and coaching my new guys, um, it's, it's opening up really honest interactions with my guys who have stuck with me during the last few months. All right. There were a lot of clients who just weren't getting results because I didn't have the system in place because I'd said yes to people just to take their money. Instead of, hey, you're actually a really great fit for what I do. Let's do this. I said yes when people reached out when I should have said no. And that's why they weren't getting results because they weren't committed. I should have screened better. I should have looked inside and figured out how I could have done better. And that's what's happened over the last few months. I knew the programs were solid. I had several testimonials and examples of others that they worked for. But the coaching component was just short-sighted. It wasn't there. So as I'm writing this, right, like as I'm writing these things down in this plan, in the system, um, it, it, it kind of came at a time where I, I needed to focus on, again, being authentic, being myself, delivering the the science-based stuff that is effective, but in a way that's real to me. And so that way I can appear more real to the clients and my patients and everybody else that's, that's looking to me for help. All right. Actually, recently I just wrapped up the, uh, the very first ever 21 day becoming a better man challenge. And, and to be honest with you, the results and the feedback that I got from the guys, it's been incredible. Like I was not expecting, first of all, I wasn't expecting to get 10 guys in there. And I wasn't expecting to get the amazing uh, reviews and testimonials and the results and the engagement and, and the, the brotherhood that's in that group. It's insane. It, it's really insane. I got to be honest with you guys. Um, but what, what I'd realized, like what really flipped the switch was once I'd started using exercise for these guys as the tool to create the daily intentional habits that would transfer over into every other area of their lives that are most important to all of us, you know, like our health, our wealth and our relationships, things begin to really take off then. 
exercise wasn't the solution. It was the tool to the solution. Client engagement has been higher. Bodies are getting stronger and more resilient. Careers and the daily grind of going to work or showing up are far less daunting. You know, mindsets are more positive. Relationships with partners and family are stronger. And the guys have a renewed sense of excitement, certainty, and hope for their futures, which is what they were severely lacking the most was the hope, the certainty and the hope. And so, like, finally, after doing the hard work behind the scenes with myself, uh, it's led to a much more rewarding and impactful relationship with my clients, um, with my girlfriend, with my family. And, and what they get from that energy is, you know, it's, it's from me having now the self-confidence and have gained the self-approval that I never had before as well as the unique skill set and the premium service that is in high demand thanks to the emails and the messages, the videos and other comments that I'm getting from, from other men saying, dude, thank you for doing this. This is exactly what I didn't know I needed, but I'm so glad I did it. Like that's the difference. That's the peek behind the curtain as to the work that I've had to do to get to this point. All right. Maybe this was long winded. Maybe you didn't see the point. Maybe you didn't see yourself in the story that I shared. But if you did, if you're a guy that's looking for more of that certainty, for more of that clarity and the confidence that you can have again or for the first time in your body or in your business and in your relationships at home, that's actually delivered in a way that adds value to your life instead of taking it from your life, you know, or, or maybe if you just know of a guy who's looking for help in finding that balance and that consistency in his life so that he can show up as a healthier version of himself inside and out, you know, shoot me an email, becoming a better man podcast at gmail.com. All right, guys, like what I do is I do a free strategy call. I'm not charging anybody for these calls. Um, at least we can have a chance to chat if that's what you're interested in. When you email me, we can, we can try and get on a call. That's what I'm going to recommend to you because it, it's limited what I can help you with in an email, you know, but in the call, we can at least get into the stuff. Like we can, if anything, you just get a ton of free advice on how to go, you know, work on the things each and every day that have been missing from your life, you know, either from your workout or the way that you show up or your routine or your mindset work that you do. At least, if anything, get that. And I'm not wasting my time because I feel like I've given to you. But at least in that way, we can, we can exchange trust with one another. Okay? We can chat in more de- detail about what you're looking for if, if that's not enough. Or if I'm even the person that can help solve that, that solution or that problem for you. All I do is talk. I'm not going to try to sell you anything. You know, because if you want to, if you want help, if you actually want the help, you know, to get your body right and to get the daily intentional mindset work right, then you'll either go with me, you'll go with somebody else, or you'll do nothing. Right? So if that's the type of thing that you're looking for, if you're looking for the same type of transformation that I've been able to find for myself and for countless other clients over the years, 
with, with me doing it this way and didn't even realize that's what I was doing. So I wasn't reproducing it over and over and over each and every time. But in certain cases I was, and it was just, it was so accurate every time. Then reach out, shoot me the email. All right, guys, if we don't take the time to work on ourselves, to discover what our story is, then we won't see where we're falling short. We won't see where we're actually getting things right. And we'll just keep showing up at the expectations of others. That's all what led to the transformation I shared with you guys today. Me doing those things instead of doing the, the hard work, the unsexy work of, all right, man, when you get up, start off your day with you. Start off your day with you and God. Get your mind in the right place first. Get your heart in the right place first. And then go move your body. 10, 15 minutes, get your heart rate up. Go. Now you're ready for the day. Because when you skip those things, when you skip that routine, oh, I'll do my workout later. Oh, I feel like I'm in a good place. I don't need that. All right, man. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. Good for you. But if you don't, then you're not listening to this podcast. Get your morning routine down, guys. That's, that's the biggest takeaway I can give you. Do your morning routine so you can avoid going through a story like this. Learn more about who you are and unlearn about who others think that you are and that you have to live up to that expectation. All right, guys. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in this episode. If you liked it, share it out on your social media. Rate, leave a review of the podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever it is you listen to this podcast at. Come back next week for next week's episode. I promise it's not going to be a, uh, a personal soap opera story like this was, but I felt like it was important to share a little bit about how I got to this point and why I'm somebody that you can trust versus somebody that's just preaching to you. You know what I'm saying? So I've lived it. I've helped others who have lived it. And we're all just in this together. All right. Let's try and be a better man today than we were yesterday. Let's try to be a better man tomorrow than we were today. I love you guys. We'll see you next week. So that's it for this episode of Becoming a Better Man. If you found this episode helpful or interesting, something that you could apply to your everyday life, please post on your social media platforms what your takeaway was from this episode, as well as taking a screenshot with the tag Becoming a Better Man. So that way we can help spread the word on Instagram and Facebook and help get more men aligned with their purpose, trying to become better every day for themselves, their communities, and their families. 